Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast episode 16 with me Sarah Hunt and me Jess Hunt. Welcome everybody. Today we will be discussing purpose. Purpose? Purpose. Not, not poipus. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. What does purpose mean to you, Jay? Purpose. <laughs> Intention, reason for being. Yeah. Um, what does it mean to you? Yeah. Similar, really. It's um, to me when you're on purpose, you're doing what you're here to do. You're experiencing what you need to experience. And it does feel like we all have different purposes. So part of my purpose is to be a sister, mm-hmm. to be a mother, um, to be a healer. Um, and, and I feel that I've had different purposes as, uh, throughout different times in my life would you agree yes and i think that for me that's a key point when we talked about talking about purpose a key point i wanted to make sure we brought up which you have perfectly done so a lot of people i've spoken to uh, coaching clients i've spoken to over the years are looking for their purpose and it seems to be a very common um I'm going to go, I'm going to call it a misunderstanding in, in my opinion, misunderstanding that we only have one purpose. We're seeking our purpose. There is a purpose and that is it. Whereas like you said, I believe our purpose changes through our life. I think there is a longer term purpose of which we have little purposes. It's like a family of purposes. Um, little little purposes in between that will lead us to being in that place yes absolutely Um, I do feel though that one purpose that everybody has is to love and be loved oh yes I like that and I would agree with that yeah because and 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 to understand love so so one of the the purposes of being human is come to a greater understanding of love um and to be able to love and be loved um and and from that i mean from an unconditional point of view so it's so it's a bit of a journey with it and um but but i do feel that that is a key purpose for for all of us that are incarnate in human form at the moment but like you say that we do have little purposes that help to build up a bigger purpose and it's almost like little objectives isn't it it's um perhaps stages of things that that we need to achieve to then be able to go on and do the next part of whatever it is we've agreed that we'll do or we'll experience or we'll try and achieve whilst we're having this journey on earth yeah if i look back at the various things that i've done through my life that have brought me to coaching if i look back at you know when i first left school at 16 and did my engineering apprenticeship and completely unrelated to where I am today in terms of what I'm doing and yet 
the the things that happened back then, the things I learned through my apprenticeship, and I'm not necessarily talking about the technical skills, but yeah. all of those things have led me to be where I am today. That doesn't mean that there wasn't a purpose behind it at the time, but it wasn't my greater purpose, which I believe is where I am now in terms of helping people see and find their purpose, helping people see that they're not limited, that they, they, you know, we are limitless beings. We can do what we want to do if we get on purpose, follow our heart, follow our intuition, all the things we've talked about in previous podcasts and things we're going to talk about in future ones, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's funny, actually, because um, I was talking to a friend the other night and um I was saying how I'd got this memory of being age seven. And this is when we were back in Shelbourne, which is um, for the people that, uh, that are listening, it's in Wiltshire. Um, and I remember being asked what I'd like to do when I grew up. And I said, I'd like to be a nurse and I'd like to be a teacher. And I've achieved both of those. Mm -hmm. Not in quite the way, you know, that I probably envisaged it as that seven-year-old. Um, but, it, but it's interesting that that, has been part of my purpose but like you I can see when I look back that everything I've done has led me to this point in time with the with the work I'm doing with with um, cosmic heart and with energy healing um so that so that I could manage my own business successfully so that I got the um the the knowledge of the physical body so that, so that I could then understand the energy um, and I, I can see as I, I look back, everything that I've experienced was to bring me to where I am now. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think we we are very quick as, as people, you know, we're very quick to look back and view things negatively or view things of, oh, you know, I wasted 20 years of my life on nursing, for example, I don't know, whatever. Um and yet everything we do is an opportunity. It's um, it, There's a learning experience there for some reason, whether it's a life lesson of how to deal with a particular type of situation or a type of person or a particular thing in your life, or whether it's something that's going to lead you on. Like you said, um, in the last episode, you learned to listen when you were Absolutely. nursing. When I was nursing, it was one of the key skills that I, I learned. I certainly learned to communicate better with people when I was nursing and, and had to develop that further when I went into sales. But when I was in sales, to me, that was that was all about understanding the customer, understanding their needs. Um, I wasn't one of these salespeople that went in and said, you need to have this and really pushed it. I'd go in and, and find out how they worked, what, what products they already used, how well they worked for them, um, what would they like for things to be better? How could things be improved to make their, their working day better, their, the procedures they were doing better? So that taught me a lot about, you know, communication, discussing and finding out and, and um, getting out of people what's really going on. Um, and, and, and also, you know, the, the, the business side of things as well. So I kind of learned to um, run my own business because I had my own territory. And it was like running my own business, although it was being run within the bigger company. So um, so there were so many skills that I learned from all the different jobs that I did. 
um, yeah. that have brought me to, to where I am now. And if you look at the, the learning and the listening and the communication side of things, that's exactly what you're teaching your students now. Yes, absolutely. So, yes, we want to go and search for what our purpose is, but sometimes it's not about looking. It's about going within and feeling and, and being. And being. And being, you know, I, I've definitely had people come to me say, I feel really lost. I don't feel I've got purpose. I don't even know what my purpose is. And actually, um, it, it, it's really, to me, it's about doing what makes your heart sing. It's about doing what makes you happy. And if you're doing what makes you happy, then you're on purpose. Yes. Because you're doing what you're passionate about. You're doing what you believe in. You're um and and when you're on purpose you're in the flow yeah you're in the flow of your life and so all the synchronicities happen so um so if you're feeling very blocked then it's to me um and and you don't feel like you've got a purpose or you know what your purpose is then it's like what is it that will make you happy what is it that will really make you happy what is it that makes you get up out of bed each day and, and, you know, for somebody, it might be, um, I don't know, painting, for example, and perhaps they haven't seen that as ever being anything more than a bit of a hobby, but actually they're really passionate about it. And if they put the focus into it, they find other things slotted into place, or maybe it is something like nursing and, um, but they've, the, the person hasn't really felt that perhaps they're clever enough to do the course because they've changed things so much and, um, but but if they're passionate about it, if it's some, there's a way, there's always a way to get you to where it is that that you feel that you'll be happy doing whatever it is you need to be doing. And for some, it it may be that their purpose at this particular moment in time is to be a stay at home mom, and that's okay, or a stay at home dad. Yes. And 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 that's okay because that's part of what they need to experience and what they've agreed to experience on this particular journey on Earth. Yeah, I think uh, a key a key thing you said then was about flow. Um, so when you're on purpose, it's like being in a canoe or a boat going down a river, following the flow of the river. So like, you know, going down a river. Yeah. And when you're not on purpose, it's like trying to paddle against the current, against yeah. the, the flow. Um, so if you're getting resistance, if things aren't being synchronized, synchronous for you that's i think that's the right word um if there isn't any synchronicity there then maybe that's an indication of maybe you're not on purpose maybe there is something you need to look at slightly differently to what you're doing even if you're passionate about it doesn't mean that it's necessarily what you should or could be doing there are loads of options um, so it goes back to you know, listening to ourselves to a degree for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And and if there's resistance, it's like, why is there resistance? What is the, this resistance related to? Is it is it that this is what you are supposed to be doing, but you you lack confidence because something's happened and you don't feel you're good enough, or or and and so work needs to be done to to kind of improve confidence and and um and so help you to see that you're a limitless being and you can do whatever you put your mind to. Um, or is it that that you just are completely on the wrong path and and you need to take a detour you know to me sometimes um, people can be on their their soul path and I do feel that purpose is linked to soul path 
and and they it's it's a bit like what the you know what the sat nav does in <laughs> <laughs> my sat nav does sometimes it takes me the longer route <laughs> i get there um but but you know it might have actually taken me a bit around the houses to actually get to where i want to be instead of take, giving me the more direct route um and sometimes that happens i feel in in our journey on in life and um we can end up taking um, a slightly diverted soul path, um, which which will still get us to the end point, but it might just take us a bit longer. It might just throw up a few things that we could have avoided um, had we listened to ourselves and made sure that we were focused and um, doing the things that make us really happy. Mm-hmm. So for somebody that, feels that they haven't got any purpose or is unsure of what their purpose is and may feel a sense of searching or something's missing or wanting there's a there's a technique that i've used with clients before um which is ikigai which is i don't know if you've heard of ikigai it's a japanese concept meaning um along the lines of a reason for being and you look at four key areas um and so um the the way it's normally presented is in what we call a venn diagram which is basically four circles that overlap each other yeah Um, and they overlap each other so that there is one point in the middle where all four circles overlap and that is your icky guy maybe we can put a a diagram up or something with with the podcast in the show notes for the for this one okay maybe i can prepare a diagram to go in the show notes (laughs) for this one um, but essentially, it's looking at four things. What you love. So what you love doing, what what really makes your heart sing, if you like. The second thing is what you're good at. So what are your skills? What are you good at? The third thing is uh, what the world needs. So that's looking at the bigger picture. So, for example... If you love painting and if you're good at painting, the world needs teachers. It needs people to educate. It needs that sort of thing. So we're now linking things together that maybe you could teach painting, for example. And also, if you want to improve what you're doing, teach. Because if you're teaching other people, you're improving your skills at that thing as well. The fourth thing is what can you be paid for? And if you can link all of those things together, then you can lead a happy life doing what you love, what you're good at, something that the world needs and get paid for it. That's Ikigai. That is, if you can combine all four of those things, that's it. You know, what you love and what you what the world needs is a mission. It's not, yeah. it, 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 you know, you've got a mission. I love doing this and I'm passionate about this and it's what the world needs. That's a mission. But if you're not good at it and you're not getting paid for it, then that's not, a life it's not a purposeful life because as we know and you know the world we live in currently we need money to pay for bills to pay for food to pay for whatever it is um if it's what the world needs and what you can get paid for then that's a vocation that's going to work for a job that's that's you know going to work in a company you know um what you can get paid for and what you're good at isn't necessarily a vocation but that can be a profession Mm. so you're good at something, so a bookkeeper who's good at bookkeeping can go and set their own bookkeeping company up. They can get paid for it, but that's a profession. It's not necessarily 
their purpose and their ikigai. So it's this looking at how those four sections interact from a conscious. So I'm talking, you know, we're consciously looking at this, but we're tuning into intuition. We're tuning into what feels right. So listing out everything that you love doing. It doesn't, I love going for walks. I love looking at birds. I love listening to classical music. I love painting. I love talking to people. I love communicating. I love listening. I love teaching. I love everything that you love to do. Do the same for what you think the world needs. What does the world need? What could make the world a better place? What things are you good at? So what skills have you got? Well, I, I was good at technical drawing, but no good at art at school, apparently. Although I've obviously, uh, we've talked before about my art journey since then. Um, you know, looking at the things that you can get paid for. So what could I do? What are my skills that I've got that could get paid for? But then pulling those four things together and looking for threads of, okay, I love doing that. I'm good at doing that. Those two actually go together. The world needs more coaches or whatever, or more people to help other people. Um, and I can get paid for that. So I'm on, is this my purpose? And it's not necessarily looking at finding one thing. It's finding things that gel together that you can then work with to see if you get into flow. Because if you get into flow and, and synchronicities start to happen, you are on purpose. Yeah. But it's just a it, it's um it's just a tool to actually just get you thinking around and exploring more about you. As we've said in many of these in these podcasts, a lot of this journey is about looking inwards at ourselves. Absolutely. Rather than someone saying, Oh, you're good at art, you can be an artist. Well, what about what you want to do, what you think, what you feel? Absolutely. And, and yes, I, I get that completely because you you know. But when we were when we were children, or certainly when I was in my teenage years, um, it, I know I did say at seven that I wanted to be a nurse. But it was kind of I was pushed down the nursing route. Now I can see why, and I can see it was a very important part of my journey to, for me to be where I am now. But actually, at the time, it wasn't really what I wanted to do. But then I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, and, and it is very easy to to end up being pushed down a route that maybe isn't what makes you really happy. And, and the other thing, of course, which I think we've touched on before, is that it's very easy for a parent to push a child down a route that they wanted to do but weren't able to. So they live their life through their child. Yes. Um, and it's coming back to this, you, you know, what feels right for you? What in your heart feels right for you um what what is it that you really love as you say what is it that you're good at and I think that's something else that we don't focus on enough um as as adults definitely but even with children we're, we're trying to get children to to develop skills in areas that maybe they're not interested in maybe they're not very good at and so they struggle instead of actually assessing each child and going okay what are they good at right let's develop this skill because that skill is really important yes and that skill's there for their journey on earth and and they need to develop it because that will move them on purpose it will keep them um heading in the right direction with whatever it is they need to do as they grow older um so so i, I do feel that you know it's something that that 
people will become more and more aware of as as we move through the transition that we're going through on earth at the moment and as the the vibration of the planet rises and as people move into a more heart-centered way of being it will be a lot easier for people to actually um feel what's right for them and do what makes them happy and and um pick up on and develop the skills that they've got that are important that they're good at yes and of course if you're picking up on what people are good at you're building confidence rather than knocking it yeah and you know i think that's one of the and and i'm (laughs) i have to just get watch myself with this as one of the big problems with the education system that we have it was developed or or the current system we have as far as my understanding is was basically created back in victorian times or whatever to get people to a certain level so that they could go into a job for a factory or a a larger company to make something to be part of the process of making stuff that society needed it wasn't about um allowing people to express themselves and be the best they could be it was about getting them into a little box and conforming them to be the useful member of society that the the company or or the the society decided that you were going to be absolutely rather than sorry i I was just to say absolutely and, and rather than actually um developing that person so that they reach their potential that yeah. child that adult whoever and and accepting them as they are and accepting that that everybody's different everybody brings different skills to the table but but in actual fact often um you know the different skills that are there are there because they complement each other and i've certainly seen that on my healing journey with um some of the the students that i've um done specific um additional work with and, and when we've worked together as a group for something we all work slightly differently but the skills that each of us brings to the table at that point in time um are all needed um and and complement each other yes if that makes sense and, and i do feel that going forward you know this is this is what will be important and that people will come together um that need to, to to cross each other's paths and connect because they bring specific skills together and those skills um will complement each other and help each other and and that you know whether that's in um a corporation or in a small company or running your own business whatever it happens to be and certainly i found that i've made connections with people when i've needed to make connections with people to help me with certain areas of my business so for example um changing my (laughs) all my accounts over to um an accounts package I was scratching my head over how to do that and I just said to the universe is there anyone that that I know that can help me and a conversation uh struck up with somebody was like oh yeah I'm I'm a retired accountant I can help you with that (laughs) you know (laughs) Um, yes. from somebody that I wasn't expecting to 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 get that from and, and you know the universe is very good when we're on purpose of, of bringing those that we need to connect with to help us yes to us when we need them um but when you're trying to swim upstream it's much more of a struggle to actually get those things in place that you need to to be able to flow because you're not actually heading in quite the right direction and I think that's yeah, the, the, that's the thing, isn't it? You know, we, we have all got our own specialities, the things that we're good at. And actually, if we look at 
linking up with other people to create a whole, whatever that whole, W-H-O-L-E, not H-O-L-E, yeah. uh, might be. Then, you know, you think back to how villages and things or communities were, you know, well, when we were growing up even, but certainly before that, where you had you would have a, a blacksmith of the village, you would have a butcher, you would have a baker, you would have a greengrocer, you would have a farmer that had produce whether it was dairy cattle or you know cattle or whether it was uh, crops and grain and you would have a miller who milled the flour or the grain into flour you you would have all these people who were individually good at, and they all came together to, to create a community to create a community that everyone could benefit from whereas you know that community spirit that community feel i think has been lost you, know, you look at us as kids. You know, I remember even growing up in Cranfield, we had individual shops of, you know, we had yeah, the baker, yeah. bakery, we had the butchers, two butchers. But we had the butchers, we had a greengrocers, we had, and then supermarkets started to happen. And these little communities, these little ind- independent sort of skills just disappeared. You know, they, they couldn't compete, so they shut up shop. And that's just so sad. Yeah. And, and the other thing as well is, you know, how um how we've lost that looking at focusing on what children are good at as well you know and and then children are put through exams and things and and if they fail them they're made to feel failures when actually they're not a failure it's just not their area of expertise it's not their their thing and that's okay um you know, and I, I look at my own children and, and they, both of them struggled at school. I have to say they did struggle. They, they were not your A grade students, <laughs> bless them. But um, and, and after leaving school, they they went through a few different things before they actually found what it was that they wanted to do. And both of them now are settled and really good at what they do and love what they do. Yeah. So they've shifted themselves on purpose. But that's because um, my attitude to them was, you need to do what you love. You need to find what it is that will make you happy. And as long as you're happy, that's all that matters. Yeah. And anyway, you know, just because you're able to regurgitate a load of stuff at a set time in, you know, based on the questions, what, what does that really show that you can store stuff up and regurgitate it at the moment how you've got a good memory yeah and okay i understand you know with exam questions longer questions where you have to comprehend the question to then provide the answer so i get that but there's so much pressure and emphasis put on exams that actually just because someone isn't good at providing that information under pressure doesn't mean so if, if someone fails a biology exam it doesn't mean they're not any good at biology it just means that they're not good at exams yeah absolutely um and and it's um it, it doesn't mean that they can't then do a job that's linked to biology does it or do something that's linked to it and i think you know it's it's hopefully going forward as we all move into a, a much more heart-centered and heart-led way of being um we'll find that children um will be encouraged to develop the skills that they have and that they'll be assessed to see what skills they have they've got what is it that they're really good at right let's get focused on that and then anything that's important for 
day-to-day living yes absolutely make sure they've got enough skills in that to be able to look after themselves yeah, yeah. but but really we need to be finding what it is that that they're good at and and developing those skills and and, and allowing them to develop and that might be that they've got 10 different things that they're really good at and and they develop those skills but as they develop them there'll be something that really outshines and and that will probably be part of their purpose but it's it's about everybody understanding that what's really important is to do what makes your heart sing to do what makes you feel really happy to do what makes you want to jump out of bed to do what makes you feel passionate um because when when you do that you step into the flow of life and then when you're in the flow everything just flows for you and falls into place and um um, and, and then you create abundance in, in all areas of your life. And I think it was either the last one or the one before that we were talking about abundance, weren't you? Weren't we? And the importance of um, of spiritual abundance to create abundance everywhere else. And, and linked with that is the importance of being on purpose and being heart led and um, understanding what what makes us feel happy, because when we when we feel happy we're following what our soul wants and so it's easy to create abundance as well yeah i mean if you're waking up in the mornings and you're like i've got to go to work again uh, chances are you're not doing what your heart sings makes your heart sing so you know maybe go through the ikigai process and just start looking at what you really love doing and what you're really good at and just just look at being and what makes you like you say you know what makes your heart sing and what can you then do to to maneuver yourself into a position where you can do something that is on purpose for you that's awesome wow interesting topic hey very much so plenty to think about indeed indeed thank you very much you're very welcome thank you too it's um yeah it's great how these sessions are coming together isn't it it is it is definitely super okay until next time it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from him Mm -hmm.